Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Monday. I'm a bit on location today uh, visiting uh, some friends in East Tennessee, but really enjoying the opportunity to see some great scenery, get to enjoy some great weather, but also certainly want to remain locked on Grizzlies when it comes to NBA draft season, and that's what we're doing in today's episode. Going to take a break a bit from prospect profiles and look at some names that really could change the way that many may think the draft could go. Some different names at each position, guard, wing, and in the front court, that could change the way many expect the draft could potentially go. Um, Some swing names, some names that have some of the biggest variants of where they can go in the draft. Not all of these will make sense for the Grizzlies as far as picks go, but they could highly impact what names are available for the Grizzlies in trade-up staying at 17 or trade back scenarios. We'll look at those in segments one and two. And then in segment three, we'll look at a couple of names that could be the names that typically are in the lottery in most mock drafts. Two names that if these other names I'm going to mention in segment one or two were to be drafted earlier than expected, two names that could be really good value for the Grizzlies if they were to fall to 17. All that on this episode of Locked on Grizzlies. You can find the show at Locked on Grizz, myself at Stats, S-A-C on Twitter. My name is Sean Coleman. I'm a credentialed media member of the Grizzlies. I've been covering the Grizzlies now for three years over at Grizzly Bear Blues. have been here since April of 2020 as your host of Locked on Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day, the one place that allows for you to get the latest Grizzlies news, insights, and honest perspectives every single day here at Locked on Grizzlies. Of course, you can follow the show once again at Locked on Grizzlies, myself at Stats SAC. Follow the podcast, listen, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. We certainly always want to make sure we're providing content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. want to remind you of our title sponsor for today's show, Spotify and Green Room. Every Thursday at 8, we will host Let's Talk Grizzness, our Locked on Grizzlies episode on Spotify and Green Room each week leading up to the draft. Every Thursday leading up to the draft, we'll talk about different draft perspectives, some other names that have been connected to the Grizzlies, and just the draft in general leading up to a draft that is now less than three weeks away and one of the more exciting events on the NBA calendar. But let's get right into it. So, you know, if you are a big Marvel fan, you know, and if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that through talking with some special guests and things such as that, I am a huge, huge comic book fan. There, Obviously, Marvel is, is getting back into the world, just the release of Black Widow, and also coming up this week, obviously, is the exciting conclusion of the Loki series. We've seen WandaVision, we've seen uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, now we've seen Loki. Well, in the Loki uh, series, um, in, the, in the first season that we've seen, there is, there is a name given to individuals that change the timeline when it comes to the overarching timeline of the MCU, and they're called variants, right? Well, that's something that I think could be a, a good way to describe You know, the individuals that have a lot of variants when it comes to where they could be picked. These names are are names that could be picked, you know, in the lottery, in the top 10 even, but in other, many other mock drafts, they're picked in the 20s. And so the reason I wanted to identify these names as names for Grizzlies fans to pay close attention to is not necessarily because I think there's a high chance that the Grizzlies will pick these names. It's just that if these names were, were to be taken earlier than 17, you could see that really impact the Grizzlies in a positive way by giving them more attractive options to work with when it comes to trade-up or trade-back scenarios or staying 17. The first name that comes up to me as, as being a name to watch is certainly Auburn guard Sharif Cooper. Now, Sharif Cooper 
is a player that did not play as much as a lot of other freshmen did this season for Auburn. But it's hard to find many freshmen who made as much of an immediate impact as Cooper did on the court. His playmaking, the speed at which he plays, he, he at times he looks like John Morant out there on the basketball court. So a very intriguing talent. Now, if you go back towards the you know when he was making his impact, you know in you know earlier this year in January and so on, there were mock drafts at the time that had Cooper going, you know, as much as potentially top 10. But as we've gotten past the college basketball season and more has been seen about Cooper's game, he's popular as a pick in the late teens, early 20s, seeing him go to a New York or to a Atlanta or, or teams such as that. He's a popular pick in that area. But I do think that there still is certainly a good chance that he is talent could attract teams who really want to make upside swings in the lottery. Teams like Orlando, maybe New Orleans, though they did just pick another point guard who played at Alabama or who played at the University of Alabama and Kira Lewis, um, you know, back in uh, 2019, or excuse me, yeah, or excuse me, 2020 was when they drafted him. But you could see teams, you could see, you know, perhaps San Antonio, perhaps Indiana. There are several teams that could be interested in Cooper. Oklahoma City could be the same way. Several teams could have interest in Cooper, especially if you were to see a team trade for both picks 7 and 14 from Golden State, at that point, you then have Orlando, Golden State, and Oklahoma City who are going to have multiple picks before the Grizzlies pick at 17. And when they have multiple picks, you could see them go the safe route with one pick and maybe a pure upside swing. So Sharif Cooper, with his potential, is certainly a name to watch that could meet the preferences of teams that draft before the Grizzlies, and that is an unexpected name that you see drafted before 17 in many mock drafts that could make a very attractive name to the Grizzlies fall. Another name in the backcourt that stands out is someone who you've seen a lot of varying opinions, especially when it comes to the national media members, the more well-known draft minds versus Twitter minds and, you know, Obviously, in my opinion, younger draft minds, and that's Jaden Springer of Tennessee. There's a lot to like about Jaden Springer, and we'll certainly profile him as far as a Grizzlies prospect um, in the near future. But at the age that he is, his feel, his physical ability on both ends of the court, his shooting this past year, and the upside that he shows as a playmaker and potentially a th- potentially a three and D playmaker is something that could be intriguing to a lot of teams. He could make sense for the Grizzlies at number seventeen. I talked about him on my top 15 board, he's someone that certainly could be a value pick for the Grizzlies, though he may not be as ideal of a fit as maybe as a bigger wing or front court player. But the thing about Springer is, is that while there is a lot of varying opinions about where he potentially could go, I've seen him go as low as, you know, maybe Phoenix at 29 or Denver, you know, at um, 26 to go in as high as potentially 11 or 12. But there have been teams before the Grizzlies that have already worked Springer out. There have been reports that Charlotte, San Antonio and Indiana, the teams that pick 11, 12, and 13, all have looked at Jaden Springer. And the thing is, is that though he may not necessarily be someone that is picked in that area, one thing that does that does show is that though that area, 11, 12, and 13, that could be a hot area for if the Grizzlies really have a name they want to go get. 
those teams in the 11, 12, 13 area, if they worked out Springer, maybe they see the benefit in working out a trade to where the Grizzlies can trade up. The Grizzlies get the player that they want, and then a Charlotte, a San Antonio, or an Indiana is okay trading back, gaining an extra asset, and still being okay to get Jaden Springer. So the interest in Sharif Cooper and Jaden Springer, it's not necessarily that any of those two are going to be at the top of the Grizzlies draft boards, but I do think that interest around the league in those two could impact in a positive way the Grizzlies' chances of seeing an extra name that is ideal for them, falling in the range of maybe trading up a few spots or falling to them at 17, or in the case of either Cooper or Springer, you could see teams being more willing to trade back with the Grizzlies trading up. Those teams that trade back then can get Cooper or Springer at 17, plus have gained an extra asset in doing you know in the process, while the Grizzlies obviously were able to pounce on the opportunity to once again be aggressive and pick up a player that they really, really like. So either in trade up or potentially a team looking to make a true upside swing pick. Both Sharif Cooper and Jaden Springer are two names to watch. If you see their names picked in the lottery, what that means is, is that Obviously, another player who probably plays at, you know, at the off-guard or wing position, the options of what players that fit those molds being available for the Grizzlies at 17, that could certainly improve. And having more sensible options to pick from at 17, that only means more sensible options for the Grizzlies to go after and all options that are truly beneficial. So while, while Sharif Cooper and Jaden Springer are two options to watch in the backcourt as far as being names that could swing the direction of the draft in different ways, there also are some names in the wing in the front court can do the same. Coming up, I'll identify some names that all can make sense for the Grizzlies but could be more impactful on Memphis by determining what route the draft board will fall before the Grizzlies pick at 17. Listen, the summer is here, and of course, all of us would love to be in better health. Now, that could include walking as long as you might like, riding a bike, being on a treadmill. Exercising is certainly a good thing, but it also is deals with what you have to eat. And it's not just eating healthy, you know, at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's healthy snacks. One of the best healthy snacks out there is Built Bar. Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You actually can go to BuiltBar.com right now and choose from over 18 different flavors that you can enjoy in the morning for breakfast or in the afternoon as a snack. And it's not just the options that are there. It's the fact that you can go to BuiltBar.com right now and put in the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Once you make it a part of your day, I think it's going to be there to stay. Go to BuiltBar.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA Finals coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Coming up on tomorrow's episode of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast, going to break down UConn guard slash combo guard slash small wing, whatever you want to call him, offensive dynamo, James Booknight, a name that certainly stands out to me and many others, one of the rising names in this NBA draft. The Grizzlies are likely going to have to trade up to get Booknight, but there are some scenarios, as I mentioned in this episode, where Book Knight could actually fall in a range that makes sense for the Grizzlies to go and get him. We'll discuss why he would be so attra- he's so attractive potentially for Memphis and so sensible for the Grizzlies on tomorrow's episode of 
the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. So we're discussing names in this episode, names that that have some of the highest variance in terms of mock drafts of where they're being taken. And we discussed Sharif Cooper of Auburn and Jaden Springer of Tennessee as two names that could go in the lottery, could go in the 20s, but if they go in the lottery, they're names that can push other more ideal selections for the Grizzlies down that can give the Grizzlies more options to work with at 17 or... If teams in the lottery are interested in a Cooper and a Springer, it could make sense for those teams to have a willingness to trade back and the Grizzlies have a willingness to trade up to get a guy that they truly covet. So a Springer and Cooper are names that you know could go well before or well or where after where the Grizzlies are picking. A few other names in the wing that certainly are worth watching. And the and now we're starting to get into names that also make some sense for the Grizzlies to pick, you know, at 17 if they were to say. One of the names is Stanford's Zaire Williams. Now, he is someone that I certainly will profile before the NBA draft. And he remains a name that I have talked about for quite a while as being a sensible target for Memphis. And also as someone that if we stay at 17, I would be perfectly fine taking. At the end of the day, the reason why is simply this. I think that in terms of where the Grizzlies are picking, there's not a name with more ideal upside in terms of fitting what the Grizzlies need on their roster and in terms of the type of skill set that they need to add to their roster than Zaire Williams, a potential two-way wing who offers significant upside as a shot creator and playmaker. That's the type of player Zaire Williams is. The downside of that, though, is that he also probably is going to take one of the longer time frames potential pick that's sensible in the top 20 to realize his ceiling. So whether or not he makes sense for Memphis, we'll save for when we do a Grizzlies prospect profile on Zaire Williams. But similar to Cooper and Springer, that upside is certainly something that could be attractive to several teams who pick before the Grizzlies. I mean, you could see the same teams that I mentioned before. You could see the Kings. You could see the Pelicans. You could see anybody in that range, really any of the teams that pick before Memphis could have could fall in love with Zaire Williams' upside and take him as a name that makes sense. Or once again, because of the fact that he's a big wing, that big wing that has upside as a shot creator, he's someone that also could make a team want to trade back and be just fine taking him at 17 instead of others that would be available earlier, plus get an asset to make sense. So Zaire Williamson is also a swing name that makes sense. He's a variant in terms of this draft in terms of his projected pick area that could, in a lot of different ways, make sense for Memphis or make things make more beneficial sense for Memphis as time goes on. Another name is a popular, popular player from Australia named Josh Giddy. He certainly has been a riser over the past several weeks when it comes to the NBA draft. Now, I don't necessarily know how much sense he makes for Memphis. Sure, as a secondary playmaker who is wing size, that certainly is an attractive skill set that could complement John Morant and others on the Grizzlies team, but the development track that he's going to need, and it's going to take a lot in terms of making him the type of shooter and defender that the Grizzlies seem to prefer more than necessarily a big playmaker, that is something that in time is made be he may not be the most ideal 
option for the Grizzlies, even with his size being what it is and his upside being what it is as well. But he is a popular name to be one of the surprise picks in the lottery for a team that once again falls in love with his upside. Similar to Sharif Cooper, the overall playmaking ability is something that many teams covet, as they should. The Grizzlies may not necessarily covet it as other teams because they've already got their primary playmaker for the future in John Morant. But there's another team that really needs that need field Josh Giddy could make sense, and if Josh Giddy gets picked in the lottery, or if he gets picked, you know, yeah, you know, before the Grizzlies, that could drive another name or two down into Memphis's area. That could be ideal for them to pick. And once again, he also could be a name that makes sense for another team to trade back, so Memphis can trade up. So Zaire Williams and Josh Giddy are two names that could really watch. If you see both their names taken before the Grizzlies pick at seventeen, that could mean that a very attractive, that another very attractive prospect could be a highly valuable selection for the Grizzlies at 17 or in a trade-up scenario. A couple of other names in the front court are two young but highly, highly talented front court players with extremely high upside, and that is Kai Jones of Texas and Alperin Singen from Turkey. Now, Singen is a very popular name so far who's gaining some steam in terms of his projection as a pro, and it's looking more and more like he could certainly be in that lottery. He certainly seems to have the highest upside of any prospect not named Evan Mobley who will play at the 4 or 5 in the NBA, and you're seeing a lot of names, you're seeing some teams being connected with him, especially the Kings at 9 potentially, because they'll probably need, you know, to add a, a good Good, intriguing front court talent, but also potentially you could see the Hornets or Spurs, who both really could use some depth at the center position. Both those teams could use a could potentially look at singing. So he could be someone that could be taken at 11 or 12. As a matter of fact, a lot of people would be surprised if he makes it past 12. But if he does, then you're potentially looking at him being taken between 12 and 17 or, once again, a team looking to trade back for him while the Grizzlies trade up. But I do think that Singen is an international name to watch. He is someone that if he's taken before the Grizzlies pick at 17, that really could alter some draft boards, especially if he's taken as high as 11 or or 12, or, or, or wherever his landing spot would be. He's another name that could be taken by a team that trades. He's another name that could be taken by a team with multiple first-round picks like the Thunder, or if a team were to trade for 7-14 and 14 from the Warriors. So Alperin Singen, a uh, very, very attractive, very talented young international center prospect, is a name to watch. And then, of course, there's Kai Jones. Now, Kai Jones is certainly a name that makes sense for the Grizzlies. The pairing of him and Jaron Jackson Jr. could be highly attractive, could be one of the more you know intriguing long-term one-two front court combinations in the NBA. As a matter of fact, Kai uh, Jones came in at number nine on my top 15 board of sensible draft picks for the Grizzlies at number 17 last week. But the thing about it is this, is for the same reason that Alperin Singen makes sense for some teams, like at 9, 11, and 12, you see Kai Jones being that same way, a highly athletic, highly potentially impactful front court player for the Kings or the Warriors or, or, or excuse me, um, the, uh, the, the Hornets or the... Um, Spurs, each of those teams could theoretically have interest in Jones, and that's a name that you see potentially 
getting selected in you know after the Grizzlies pick that if it jumps ahead that's a name that can knock a few more ideal names for the Grizzlies down a peg in the draft that really could open up some opportunity for the Grizzlies to not only have a valuable draft pick at 17 but also one that truly fits their needs so some names on the wing and front court that stand out as names for Grizzlies fans to watch yes all of these could make sense for Memphis but even more so as names to watch that if they go ahead of pick of 17 could make the Grizzlies pick more valuable in terms of the talent they could get or in trade scenarios on the wings at Zaire Williams and Josh Giddy. And in the front court, you're looking at names Alperin Singen and Kai Jones. Any of those four, or if the who, if the Grizzlies were to pick the one of those four players, you're perfectly fine with it. You're happy with the upside swing that they've made. But even more so, them being picked before the Grizzlies, or if more than one of them are picked before the Grizzlies, that really could continue to make the Grizzlies' 17 pick a true asset not only for them for getting a more valuable pick but also potentially a more valuable trade chip for them to make the most of this draft but if these six players that i mentioned sharif cooper Jaden springer zaire williams josh giddy kai jones and alperin singer if those six names are names to watch that could potentially go higher than people expect one of the things that could happen as a result is a few names could fall further down the draft board than people expect. And there are a few names out there that really could turn into highly valuable selections for the Grizzlies, even if they were to stay at 17. Coming up, I'm going to talk about a few of those names that really could stand out for the Grizzlies as value plays if the draft board were to work out where the names that I've already mentioned were to be picked early. There's a few names I'm going to mention in segment three that could make a lot of sense for Memphis to target if they were to fall down the draft boards. It's hard to believe we're already number one halfway through 2021, but we're already almost halfway through the month of July, but it's been exciting so far, right? We've named the NHL champion. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The NBA final series has now become a series with the Milwaukee Bucks winning their first game in the finals and the series being two to one in favor of the Suns. We're this week it's the MLB draft and all-star game. And then of course we've got the NBA draft and the Olympics coming up. Just so many different things going on in July. And that means that if wagering and betting is part of what makes your fun as a fan stand out, I've got the one place that has you covered and that is bet online. Bet online the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Don't, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs in the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device. And here's the key. Use the promo code Locked On. that's Locked On to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Make sure to visit BetOnline.ag today. Got some exciting news. We have completed the ultimate mock draft. We have actually completed our mock draft. And coming up next week, starting July 19th, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey begins. Featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough, our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. And I'm not going to give too much away, but I will say this was an exciting experience for me representing the Memphis Grizzlies. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. So let's talk about, so we've named six names. And again, if you haven't wrote these down, I highly encourage you to do it because they're going to be names to watch. Like even put your Twitter for notifications on when it comes to the next you know, few weeks, when it comes to rumors about these players potentially going all over the first round. Again, I, I like, like in the Loki Disney Plus series, a, a variant is someone who changes the MCU timeline. These six players are names that could certainly change the timeline or change the overall draft board of many teams depending on where they are selected. These six names are Sharif Cooper and Jaden Springer as guards, Zaire Williams and Josh Giddy as wings, and Kai Jones and Alperin Singen as front court players, or bigs, for lack of a better way of putting it. These names are names that either could, if, if many of them are picked before pick 17 for the Grizzlies, that really could allow for a ideal talent. Some of the top talents that I mentioned on my top 15 board last week, one or two of those names to potentially fall in the area where the Grizzlies could pounce on them by making a trade up for a few selections or just simply staying at 17. That's how where these picks are you know, picked could impact the Grizzlies. The other way it impacts the Grizzlies is if the there are teams like, say, the Kings or the, uh, the, uh, the Hornets or the Spurs or the Pacers, if those teams like the names that I mentioned, maybe they want to trade back to 17, gain an extra asset, and then get one of these names that they love, and that could allow for the Grizzlies to trade up and get a name that they love. So there's many different ways in which see these six names with, with highly varying draft mock draft spots their landing spot are some of the biggest changes over many of the mock drafts like for instance you know who the top five are in this draft more than likely you consistently see Cade Cunningham Jalen Suggs Evan Mobley Jalen Green Jonathan Kaminga Scotty Barnes not in that particular order but you typically see those names in the top six regardless of what mock draft you look at one name like Sharif Cooper or Kai Jones you can see half of them having those players in the lottery and half of them having those players in the 20s so these are names. Sharif Cooper, Jaden Springer, Kai Jones, Alperin Singen, Josh Gideon, Zaire Williams. Those six names are names to watch that could, if they're included in the top 16 picks of the draft, that could really make the draft board be favorable for the Grizzlies at 17. But if those names were to be picked unexpectedly or, you know, expect, however you want to look at it, if more of those names are picked before the Grizzlies, that means that a few names could fall. And a few names that I think could fall are the two players who share the same last name in many lottery projections, and that is Tennessee's Keon Johnson and Duke's Jalen Johnson. Now, a big reason why those two names could fall is because there's more projection than actual skill production or, 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 or certainty skill-wise there's more projection and more upside with these players. There's less certainty about the specifics of their game or the refinement of their game than there is with others. Like, for instance, with Sharif Cooper, you know his playmaking is going to make him a significant NBA talent, more than likely. You know the same thing with Josh Giddy. All around, Zaire Williams probably is has a more valuable ceiling than a Jalen Johnson or a Keon Johnson. So the six names that I mentioned... While in many mock drafts they're projected after Keon and Jalen Johnson, those names potentially have ceilings that are more valuable 
than Keon or Jalen Johnson. And for that reason, I do think that Keon and Jalen Johnson are two of the bigger names with the biggest chances to potentially fall if you see multiple unexpected picks in the lottery. And the reason why that is is because they could be more more of a project-type prospect than several of the other, other lottery prospects that you normally see in the lottery. For Keon Johnson, you've got the athleticism, right? You've got the defensive upside. You know he's likely going to be a very good perimeter defender. And you also probably feel that for his transition game, he's going to be a good finisher. But where does the, where's the where does the shot profile? What do you feel about his playmaking? What do you feel about overall his style of play? Someone that could stick next to John ja Morant as being Jaw's long-term backcourt partner going into the future. There are several questions. There's there's a lot to work with. And and Keon Johnson's attitude, I can tell you, there is a lot to like there. There's a lot to work with, and there's the attitude to make it work, but there's also a lot to work on. So the fact that Keon Johnson may be a bit longer of a project to commit to than other projected lottery picks, that could make him someone that falls down the draft board. And at that point, though he may not be the most ideal fit for the Grizzlies, if he's there at 17, he's someone that is an absolute value play that's going to be hard to pass up, in my opinion. In the same perspective, Jalen Johnson is a name to really think about if you're Memphis. Now, the difference between Keon and Jalen Johnson, Keon Johnson probably has the athleticism and the defensive upside that the Grizzlies really could love to add to their core going forward, but Jalen Johnson has the size as well as the playmaking for that size that you see. He could really add value as a two-way type player, not necessarily as a scorer, but as a defender and as a playmaker, someone that's aggressive in getting to the rim. Again, we'll get more into both uh, to both Keon and Jalen Johnson when we talk about them in the Grizzlies prospect profiles. But Jalen Johnson is someone that you have to work with. He is, a, he is one of the better natural talents in this draft and certainly is very intriguing with all that he could do at his size. But of course, he also is one of the bigger question marks in the first round. Multiple incidents where his commitment to the game and his attitude are fair to question, That, including this past season at Duke, that certainly stands out. You're not going to have as much certainty. He's going to be a bigger question mark when it comes to the intangibles than several other players who the Grizzlies will likely consider. And a lot of times, he doesn't fit the profile of what the Grizzlies have looked at. But... You have seen the Grizzlies take on talents like a Josh Jackson before, who so that shows they're not necessarily turn away. They don't necessarily try to avoid questionable talents if there are questionable attitudes or questionable backgrounds or what have you. If the talent's there, the Grizzlies certainly have every reason to be confident they can mold that talent to reach its ceiling. And Jalen Johnson at pick 17, with his size and his overall natural ability, certainly is a valuable pick there at 17. There's just some other things that could make other prospects more attractive to Memphis. So there you have it. We want, I wanted to take the time to identify some names to watch. Number one, some names on the rise that really could benefit the Grizzlies in terms of making their pick more valuable. While the, pro, the six prospects already mentioned may not make the most sense for the Grizzlies to pick, 
them being picked before pick 17 could really open the door for the Grizzlies to make moves with that 17th pick. And if those six names that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, if many of them were to be taken before pick 17, Keon and Jalen Johnson are two names that I could see falling down the draft board that would be absolutely spectacular value plays, in my my opinion, for the Grizzlies to take if either one of them were still to be on the board at 17. Again, I don't think that any of the names that I mentioned are probably in the top three or four most ideal names. Well, I mean, you could probably say Keon. He was number four on my top 15. But I don't think that any of these players are just the most ideal person for the Grizzlies to take. But I do think that where they are picked on the draft board really could impact who is there, how many ideal names are available for the Grizzlies to look at, depending on how the draft board falls. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. Don't forget to check out Locked on Grizzlies on Twitter at Locked on Grizz. Myself, Sean Coleman at StatsSAC. We'll be back with you tomorrow with a breakdown of UConn's James Booknight, one of the prospects who I think is very sensible for the Grizzlies to go after, but he also is one of the fastest risers up on the draft board. How much sense does it make for the Grizzlies to target him, and how likely is it is it that they're going to get the chance to if they so desire? We'll cover that on tomorrow's edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.